Once again, happy Sabbath, everyone. We're sharing with Brother Harold. We have, we're, we're telling him we have looked into the abyss. And what we mean is we have seen what is going on, what's about to happen. And without Jesus, we would be lost. We realize that. Without him, we would be lost. Because what is happening right now, you know, we always used to talk about, oh, the, the end of time or, or the end of days and all that. Do you know that we don't have to look to that as a future event any longer? It is a present truth. You are in these days. And all the things that we've studied all these years are happening right now. And when we get to see these things firsthand and talk to the people who are in charge to make sure that these things happen, it sometimes can be a bit shocking because you look and say, really? In the name of who? That's what you all are doing? And we saw that. And we asked the Lord, how can we be a voice in the midst of all of this madness? And he said this morning, hold on to Jesus. And this is our only hope for what Christianity has in store for the world, what this termed Christianity has nothing to do with Jesus. So he said, hold on to Jesus. And I understand why. And I understand why the world doesn't want Jesus. And I understand why Christianity doesn't want Jesus. And I understand that, but sometimes it can be, a dis be disheartening to see so many who claim the name of Christ and don't want Jesus. And we'll talk about that a little bit today, that there is a difference. But if you would turn your Bibles this morning to the book of Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, and we're going to begin at verse 7. Peter and James were doing what God told them to do was to go around and be representatives of him, and they were empowered by God to do those things. God had set them in a position that they would be in the midst of it all, and they would do godly things. They would do righteous things. They would heal the sick. They would cast out demons. They would preach the gospel. And so this would, had just, had just happened. A, a man had been healed, and, and in verse 7 of Acts 4, they were standing in front of the people, uh, the church, and they said, and when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? <coughs> See, they knew it was some power, and, and if you understand what the, the word name means, you'll understand this statement even more. But he said, by what power and by what name have you done this? And verse 8 says, then Peter, filled with what? The Holy Ghost said unto them, ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel. He said, let me tell you about what power and what, what name this has occurred. In verse 9 it says, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught 
of, your, of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby what? We must be saved. His name is Jesus. Some of our brothers say Yahshua. Amen. But his name is Jesus. Not just Christ. His name is Jesus. When the angel was speaking what, to, to, to Mary and Joseph, what did they tell him to call? Tell them to call him Jesus. See, that's why what name and what power do you do this? It's Jesus. 